yo, yo. Man, it actually put you through the speaker this time. Oh, we in the game. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. Episode 6 of Heat Check is going to be an explosive one. Season 3. This is big. Oh, my God, this is major. So, first off, before we begin, I'm we sorry. must... Before we begin, I'm sorry. What's up? <laughs> About to say that right now because we're going to have some feelings. We're sorry. Oh, parental discretion is strongly advised. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hurt feelings time. It's, sorry, it's got to be said. ESPN has just removed Rachel Nichols from ESPN The Jump and from all NBA programming on ESPN. Now for the context. This is stemming back for her disparaging comments against Maria Taylor in regards to why she was getting the shine and she believed it was some reverse diversity issues coming down from her way because she was on the NBA Finals coverage. And Rachel was sort of downgraded from that because everyone knows that's normally been Rachel's thing. However, times have changed. Things have shifted. And since those disparaging comments were made, Maria Taylor immediately, immediately left ESPN, went to NBC, covered the Olympics, and removed everything that tied her from ESPN from her main social media platform, which is Instagram. And now, on to today. That removal came from the new senior vice president of production of ESPN, David Roberts, David Roberts, who so happens to be an African American. Mm-hmm. That change happened today. So, in summary, I now let Devon have the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep it simple. When you want to let that tongue go, hold your mouth. Close your mouth. You are in a position of power. People are listening and watching you. Close your mouth. Not or, mouth, but if you are if, if you are talking, don't be in this in a spot or a location where you can be recorded or heard. Yeah, let's let's not pull a KD and want to be seen behind things that ain't seen. I mean, let's be real. People are going to talk, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all about the reaction from that talk for those words that you let go. When you let go of those words, you can't take them back. Back. You cannot take them back. And you have to deal with whatever consequences and recourse that comes from that. That's what my grandma used to tell me. Yeah. The tongue is mightier than the sword. I got chills from that. Let me say it again. Tongue is mightier than the sword. Hey, what granddad always say? You can speak life. You can speak death. Well, speaking of death, almost near death, 
It appears that Manny Pacquiao got a death wish, bro. Man, Pacquiao said he won't get back in the ring, man. Hmm. Then I'll he tell y'all 50-50. Man, he said he inactivated, he is activating his rematch clause. He said that Ordanis Ugas is not that good. He said his legs was tightening up. His legs were cramping up. You know what that means, He's don't not you? that talented. You know what that means, don't you? What does that mean? He was getting hit by the same punch all fucking. And, and he and height. he was, and he was from the from the fifth round on, double jab, right hook from the wild right wild, and I do mean wild angle, quarter angle. I think that's what you told me, like a quarter angle. And when he was landing, Manny would tap his gloves together because he was frustrated because he couldn't figure out that angle, well, and them legs were tight. So it's the same thing that he did with Floyd Mayweather. If you look, if you look at how Floyd Mayweather was punching uh, Manny, it was from distance. He was controlling the distance. Yep. Manny had his flurries. He eliminated the uh, Ordainus Ugas intelligent enough to eliminate the flurries. And on top of that, block. Y'all better go look at that fight. Manny, they only probably landed 117 punches. Maybe that I counted, but I mean, we'll see. But the uh, whole I know, I know, plus? Yeah, I know what Copy Box said, but bro, trust me, he maybe landed 15%. <laughs> maybe landed 15%. And so the aftermath of this is Manny is waking up in the morning with severe headaches, and yeah. his wife and his wife is spoon feet take care of him, trying to nurse him back to health. And she is begging and pleading with this man not to get back in the ring to retire he does think, not have to do it pride I is think, the devil yep it, it will get a hold of you jermaine cole mm-hmm. that pride hey, cole jermaine cole said it with little baby pride is the devil it will get you mm-hmm. that is not a fight you want now what i did like Earl Smith talking, saying he would have done the same thing, if not worse. I didn't like nah. that. Focus on your recovery, bro, because your competition has got more intense. So let's get right. to his comp. He wouldn't have done worse because Uga's got more power. Uga's got way power, way more power. Uga's fight like a dog on Junior Miller. That, that to be brutally honest with you, he fight like a junior middle. And he just might be a junior middle that's shrunk down to 147 in a healthy way. That's something to consider. Speaking of the competition in the welterweight division, it is now heating up. In one week, the Tans Crawford and Sean Porter fight will go to a purse bid. For Tans Crawford's WBO title. I like how that's And I'm pretty sure this fight is going to happen by the end of the year. And I say the tail end of it. Like maybe like the 28th or something like that. Probably last Saturday or something. Sources say. Speaking of sources, further information is on the way out 
and it states the following that Deontay Wilder even if he beats Tyson Fury on October 9th will not be able to fight Anthony Joshua because of some backhanded craziness going down so let me give y'all the context and the background here's a thought in the history of the four belt era and I'm talking about the WBC the WBA the WBO and the IBL heavyweight belts have never I repeat never ever been held simultaneously as in to be undisputed at the same time no one has done it this is why this is such a big deal and this is why they're trying to pin Wilder out of it that's why they, they they're trying to oust this man same way uh, now that I think about it they're trying to keep this man from unifying them belts so this he will if, if, if all the belts are unified not only that now you have to add the Rain Magazine which is considered heavily recognized and the lineal title if Wilder Beast Fury, he will have the Ring Magazine lineal title in WBC. Right? Because that's what Fury has right now, technically. Those three. Mm-hmm. All right? And then Joshua has the IBO, slightly minor league, not really recognized, IBF, WBO, and WBA, which is the oldest organization. Now, if we go back in our history of the heavyweights, from Jack Dempsey to uh, to Joe Lewis, to uh, to Rocky Marciano, the Sony Liston, to Muhammad Ali, to George Foreman, to Joe Frazier. Those are the level of greats that we are talking about in regards to being undisputed. That's how serious this is. They are trying to blockade, literally box the key word is box in Deontay Wilder so that he doesn't get those belts because it's hard to deal with and knock out right Anthony Joshua has ducked this man his entire career and I'm not speaking off ego I'm not speaking from blue blood I'm not speaking from champ side this That's is fact. verifiable fact that y'all can go look up right now he got set the contract bro this ain't old news Contracts are sent out. Anthony Joshua said, I'm not fighting Deontay Wilder. Point blank. Nobody wants to deal with that right hand. Nobody wants to deal with that Thanos hand that ended careers. Dudes that he knocked out have not been the same since they fought him. Literally, that knockout takes takes years off of their careers. And we're also talking to people that's above the age of 30 right now. So, to wrap it all up if Tyson Fury wins he will face Anthony Joshua all undisputed title shot in Wembley probably sponsored by various uh, main heads of states up there in England organizations in England and probably some Saudi Arabia oil money on top of all that Saudi Arabia support Joshua they Saudi Arabia 
is supporting Joshua already. It was supposed to be the clash of the dunes going down. And they had to, they were gonna build a stadium and everything for it. Now, keep in mind that in a couple months, or in September, I believe, Joshua has to defeat his mandatory in Alexander Usyk. If he is successful, and we're speaking hypotheticals, if he is successful, which we believe he will be, he will face uh, Deontay Wilder if he wins, in which we think he he will supposed to, right? Well, Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn, and Frank Warren, Eddie Hearn of Matchroom, Frank Warren of uh, Queensberry, they will they will literally block this man from fighting. And they would have Joe Joyce waiting in the wings to be the mandatory. If Wilder, be, well, when Wilder knock out Fury, they're going to slide Joe in there. Joe, they're going to make Joe the mandatory. And I'm going to tell you something about mandatories, people. And mandatories for a reason. No, you have to fight mandatories. You will not delay if you, mandatories. Not if you challenge another belt holder. And now, if you challenge another belt holder, they will step to the side because the sanctioned bodies will get more money if the uh if all of all the titles are united. This will simply be about getting hold of a belt. So we have to wait and see. We we gotta we gotta wait and see. I think I think it will happen. I think these two gentlemen will find a way to get it done for the good of the sport because Deontay Wilder wants to be undisputed Anthony Joshua has already been on record saying he wants to be undisputed this ain't about race this is about country and legacy this is country yep the U.S. has always found a way to be better at the British in boxing be better at the world in boxing even though boxing did not start the U.S. You have to look at the historical facts of it all across the board. Sort of in England. And then our champions, black, white, horse, or Hispanic, have been proven to be better mm-hmm. across the board over time. Hell, we can even say North American champions. We can include the Mexicans in there. We can include. Uh, Hands of Stone uh, out of Panama. The Rand. Right? Has all has been beaten up. We this this continent has been beaten up on the uh Europeans for a long time and they won't pay back. This is bigger than what y'all think. This undisputed matchup will be the most anticipated, most watched matchup in the history of the world they will easily hoping. do more numbers than canelo and caleb i'm Canelo. just hoping we get the fight we need to see and that joshua knocks knocks out Ugas, which i'm i'm picking Ugas to give him some trouble uh, you i mean Usyk? you mean Usyk? Usyk. i'm i'm picking he he gonna give joshua some trouble mm. Because everybody hey, expecting Joshua, him to just walk through look, him like, like, like Pac-Man did Kodo, and I just don't see it. Look, Usa got a chin. Yep. Usa ain't got power. 
Joshua Joshua can deal with somebody that's, that's 230 something pounds that don't have power. I get I get he faster than Joshua when he wear him down. If Joshua don't get rid of this man by the sixth round, he better not step in there with Fury or Wilder because it's automatic L. Sorry. Not sorry. Automatic oh, L. I, I don't care if he knock him out in the first round. He going to Bootyville if somehow he's so hungry to be undisputed, he actually fights the real champ. Hmm. Mm. Not the one they're gonna throw at him. The real champ. The the real champ. Cause the one they're gonna throw at him is just for numbers because they want him to make the money. Becoming the first one since what Lennox Lewis out of Britain. It, it, it won't it won't count it won't count in the eyes of many people unless he beats Wilder or Fury. That's that's just that's just that's just the way it is. Honestly, I'm calling like if Fury show up to fight, if he's not just blowing gas and hot air like you normally do if he actually is forced to fight a fair fight and not you know boxing gloves or slide anything and if if he fights Wilder and gets knocked out Fury is retired yeah I don't see Fury um, I don't see Fury making it past this fight uh, the mental anguish and all of the issues that he's been dealing with personally this he ain't be been focused. He ain't been focused on this fight. He just started training this week. Yeah. Uh, they already had little face-offs already. Uh, they were standing toe to toe, and Deontay Wilder's not feeding to the antics, to the bullying antics of Tyson Fury. He is standing there. He is holding his ground. He's maintaining his respect, and he said, "I see it, and I believe it." And you will receive it. And you will receive it. And Tyson Fury is still trying to get him to trade sparring the word the word of sparring. Let me tell y'all something. Tyson Fury can verbally spar anybody and will win. So Deontay cannot get into that game. He cannot let Tyson to his head. If he does, he's gonna lose. It's right. an advantage. It's it's a fear thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all get what I'm saying. So, in closing, it has been announced in college football that the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve, uh, is trying to figure out what to do next because they don't have Oklahoma. I mean, they they won't be having Oklahoma or um, or Texas soon. So there's 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 moves trying to be made, but. They're supposed to be part of the Power Five. But then they're on the outskirts because there's been an alliance announced with the Pac-12, with the Big Ten, and the ACC. They are scheduling to face each other to make themselves more competitive with the SEC because the SEC is getting Texas and Oklahoma. So guess what the first domino of this was? The Louisiana State Tigers. We'll be facing the University of Southern California Trojans in Las Vegas on neutral turf for the first game of the season in 2024. Y'all don't understand how big this is. I'm gonna tell you what the risk is involved. If USC loses this game, and they will, 
this will be detrimental to the Pac-12 conference for years to come. It would damage recruiting. It would damage their ability to leverage themselves in the college football playoff. On top of that, Coach O came from the University of Southern California back into the SEC. This is personal. This is huge for college football. But this is more so big for the SEC as well. The SEC lose nothing. This would be a different story if they were to face Alabama on neutral turf and actually win. But they're not facing the most dominant team in the SEC. They're facing the second most dominant. So if you want to schedule yourselves against the Alabama squad, you got to be LSU. That's how I took it. I mean, what you think? Pretty much the same as I felt about it. I mean, I don't know the conference really matter, but SEC anyway. Ooh. Ooh. I think all the other conferences should get together and uh, have a talk, talk about how they're not the SEC. And That's what they're doing. That's what this is, right? Schedule, schedule their best teams against their best teams. And their worst teams against mediocre teams. But seeking ain't hype up the programs to get the money back because they're still losing their way to the Southeastern Conference, which is the most, it's the powerhouse. It is. It is. It's the powerhouse college football. We can take Mississippi State and Ole Miss and drop them in any other conference, and they're damn near beaten in the top two every year. No, every year. Every year. You saw, you saw that? You every saw what I did, though? Every I, year. Dropped, I dropped the number, what, 6 7 team in the Southeastern Conference? Uh, and to five, everybody six. else. 5 5 6. Okay, 5 6. And to everybody else's conference, and they automatically go 1 2. Get out of here. I think and then we just they picked made, up they Oklahoma made... and Texas. Yeah, they may struggle with they may struggle against Ohio State, but they'll 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 they'll, they'll get them eventually. But that that's they'll struggle it. against Ohio State and probably Clemson and probably uh, nah, they, nah, they'll be they'll be Clemson, they'll be Clemson. Ohio, oh, I mean, Ole Pitt, yeah, yeah, they'll be Clemson. It. That offense yeah. is that, those two teams' offense is ridiculous. Like that's let's let's keep it all the way 100 right now their airway offense and that's uh by mike leach mississippi state and that spread offense by lane kiffin oh that's that's hell that's hell to deal with those those and you got to think those two teams that we just named gave nick saban coach olgeron fits Mm -hmm. in the past three years and actually won one both squads have won one they got they got one up on them so that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's recruiting, it's your scheme, it's your system, it's your fans, it's your alumni, it's the NIL, it's TV time, it's network. The SEC is on SEC is on ESPN. Now, this is this is another part of piece of the puzzle that was not discussed. The recruiting aspect, the fifth best corner in the entire country came from came from Southern California to LSU 
and he was the best freshman defensive player in the entire country last year. Led the SEC in interceptions, and that's Elias Ricks. If you want to stop Nick Saban and Coach Ed Aldron, uh, uh, Coach Nick Saban and Coach Ed Aldron from invading your territory and taking your recruits, you have Stop to win the these games. Like you have to win these games. That boy was ranked number one. You got to win these games. This is what LSU did to stop Alabama from poaching into Louisiana and taking their talent. You have to win. You have to win. And not only that, you got to be able to win a title. A recent memory. They don't remember these young kids don't remember Reggie Bush and Matt Liner like that, right? Or when Tim Tebow beat Alabama. Or when Tim Tebow beat Alabama. Or when Vince Young uh, ran in for a touchdown against uh, against uh, USC. Or when Reggie Maurice Bush. Claret was running through people. They don't Reggie. remember. They don't remember that. They don't remember Reggie Bush. You got to go. Oh. It's all about recent memory. These kids got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Oh, Snapchat, and what are they seeing? They're seeing the videos from the season, right? They remember 20, 2018, 2019, 2020. Are they going to remember 2015 Florida State? Are they going to remember 2016 Ohio State? If you ask these kids, if you ask these kids right now who won a title in the past three years, they're going to say LSU, Clemson, and Alabama. They're going to remember these squads. They're going to remember Ohio State. But they're not going to they're not gonna remember. If they around TV like that, they should remember Alabama winning, winning, winning in the last two years. That's what I'm saying. Like they're, But they're not going to – you ask these kids right now to uh, on the West Coast to tell them when the last time Oregon won a football title, they can't tell you. I know. You ask, you ask these kids about uh, USC's glory days, they can't tell you. Because what they see on TV. To be fair, you know what I'm saying? To be gloves on real quick. To be fair, you know what I'm saying? Oregon Ducks is the only college program where their symbol is also their number of national championships. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, they're great in track and basketball, but. What a football oh. team. What a PS team. Only thing, only thing they, they get remembered for is not showing up in the college football playoff. Oklahoma, or, same way. Or, or having a good, having a nice uh, record and getting molly walked by the Beavers in their rivalry game in state. Now that's embarrassing. Now that's embarrassing. Ooh, that's, that's embarrassing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you want your shot at being able to recruit, because that's all where the winning starts from, you got to be top five, not top 10. You have to schedule the opponents, you have to win the opponents. Your booster and alumni need to come together. Your NILs need to be on point for these students. 
your your TV network needs to be on a national stage. Your games need to be on a national stage, whether it be ES, whether it be ESPN, whether it be CBS at like three four thirty that goes on into nighttime, or the regular games that come on at noon on ABC. The premier games that come on at noon, or the night game that come on at ABC is ESPN. You have to do all of these things in order to compete with the SEC. Right. I, I get I get it. a lot of y'all out there don't like the SEC. We don't care. <laughs> he said we don't care. We don't. We don't. It's, it's not it's not to be cocky, it's not to be an asshole about it. It's to be hundred percent real. Right. If you want respect, respect has to be taken on the football field. It's the game is won in the trenches. Look at y'all O-line and D-line. Are they solid? Are they big? Are they strong? Are they athletic? Not big and strong. Big, strong, and athletic. They got The guards got to be able to pull. The tackles got to be able to move. The blind side got to hold his ground. Right. You have, can you, big no reason. Can you rush with folks? Can you rush three? Can you rush three and get to your dude? Can you rush with O and hold coverage for five, six seconds? Not playing zone. Not playing zone. Hey, watch this. Can you man up your whole secondary and average uh, three or four sacks a game off man coverage? Man press, man free, man spy. Because if you can't do any of those things that me and Devin are talking about, your squad will not win a national championship. Period. And it has now, to it don't matter. It don't matter. Day. It don't matter if it's my team. It don't matter if it's his team. It don't matter if it's Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. It don't matter. Whatever team is clicking on all cylinders, and that special teams, offense, defense, fundamentals, coaching, uh, big moments. Uh, momentum change everything. Poise. Oh, here's another, and here's another one. COVID mitigation. There you go. There you go. Don't be so, doing that stupid stuff. Oh, I was so, out partying with a friend. Don't be stupid to mess up your eligibility. Cannot do that. You have to. You have to be smart, right? Because your decisions will affect you. And we'll talk about this last example before I have to go to bed and get up in the morning and make this money. I got to get back in here and make mine. You already know. Cameron Newton was supposed to be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots because of his COVID decision, which is a personal decision, which is a medical decision. But he's the quarterback and the leader of the squad. He's going to have the rookie, Matt Jones, take his job. Let me explain why. Matt Jones went 21 for 23 against the New York Giants starting defense today. I saw it with my own two eyes. Diagnosing plays, diagnosing plays, looking at the blitz, checking down, check, uh, checking the uh, checking the Sam and the Will that's coming in, pointing out those numbers, calling them out, communication, hand signals. Everything the boy right. looks like baby Tom Brady. Jones. What was it? There you go. 
that boy looks like baby Tom Brady. And I the told y'all. The boy is baby Tom Brady. And the only difference is he went higher than Brady did in the draft. Listen, because of that, y'all ain't going to be able to get a Coach Belichick. Belichick is going to see this see this project through, and he's going to eventually get him a title because that defense is nasty. Now, let me finish my point. That was a personal decision Cam Newton decided to take by not getting the vaccine. However, he missed uh, he missed not getting tested. He missed the testing window. If you miss the testing window, it's automatically five, six days at the house. No questions asked. Policy. No practicing, no nothing. No practicing, no nothing. So what did you do? You just gave the rookie your reps, your starting reps, first team reps. You know how important that is for timing and and competition. He ain't playing against practice squad players or players that uh just barely made the 80 man roster. He playing against the real 12 on the field, B. Yeah. I said this at work and I meant this. Cam Newton would not be a starter come week six. My prediction's coming true. Well, I haven't, you know me, I haven't watched the NFL like that in a while, but I told you Matt Jones going to do something big. I told you Tua going to do something big. Mark Henry going to do something big. Desha- Everything out of Alabama championship runs is going to do something big. Well, Derrick Henry then showed up and showed out. Number one running back in the league. And I am I think I might start back watching NFL this year just to well, see if you, what well, if you go, uh, If you're going to watch uh, you gonna watch Alabama players, you need to be paying attention to Julio Jones, Derrick Henry on the same doggone team. I know. Tennessee. I know. I, look, I'm trying to decide. Do I look good in baby blue? Root for them because they dangerous, bro. Root for them because they dangerous. I'm not going to flex on that. I ain't going to flex on that. That's one I'm about of the few. To get, I'm about to get me some uh, some Jordan 1s, off-white, baby blues, and go to one of these Tennessee games and be like, shit, let's see if I'm going to be a new, a new fan around here. But shoot, I got to get back in here, bro. Man, we cutting it off with this statement right here. If you're the leader of your squad, you have to do all those things to maintain that leadership and maintain the trust and credibility and accountability of yourself, the players around you, the coaching staff, and the management. When you fail to do that, somebody's going to take your job. You're a player. Unless, unless you're LeBron James, then everyone's going to hate on you because you're too great. And I'm out. Oh, bye. Ha, 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 ha.